Hello, this is Jim Wallace, and you're listening to a special edition of The Soul of a Nation, a podcast about how our faith should shape our politics and not the other way around. The soul of a nation is literally at stake in this upcoming election. Let me say some things about why. In nearly every presidential election cycle, a narrow set of so-called religious issues comes to the fore. In recent decades, that set has been abortion, LGBTQ rights, and religious liberty. Candidates fall on one side or the other and predictable controversies erupt. And it's exhausting to see people of faith lump into a media narrative that is largely only following white Christians. And the issues are so narrow. So many people of faith say, well, I'm religious too. I'm a Christian. I'm a, I'm a person of faith too. And those aren't my only concerns. But I believe that tired and oversimplified narrative is changing now, and the crises of 2020 are making that change clearer than ever. We have, I think, a new opportunity here. The COVID-19 pandemic has made plain the racial inequities in our society as Black, Latinx, and Indigenous Americans are hospitalized with a virus at roughly five times the rate of white Americans. We've all seen that now. This is verified. We now know this is true. And then we've also seen far too long delayed awakening among white people about our nation's systemic racism sparked by the public killing, the murder of George Floyd that we all were watching. The nation was at home and watching an excruciating eight minutes and 46 seconds have led to a deeper conversation about the last 401 years of slavery. These twin crises proclaim a message that resonates with people of faith and perhaps even reaching some of Donald Trump's traditional base, white Christians. We shall see. Here's the message. Racism is a religious issue. I'll say it again. Racism is a religious issue. Not only that, I would argue that racism is an essential religious issue in this election. This issue of racism being a matter of faith for us, not just a political issue, is resonating across many boundaries. I found it very encouraging to see white Christians who perhaps weren't paying attention before, now paying attention to this. We all know that the majority of white Christians voted for Donald Trump in 2016. And believe me, our black brothers and sisters know that too. And so they're watching this time. They're white brothers and sisters. Now that we've seen not just what Donald Trump said, but what he has done, how he has acted, how he has fueled, he has fueled the fear and and the grievances and the, the hatred, even the violence that comes from this systemic racism that has been with us from the beginning. They've seen that. They now know that. And so I'm finding people across 
boundaries, even political boundaries, are seeing this for the first time, that racism for them finally is becoming for them too a religious issue. Let me share with you part of a conversation I had with David Brody, who's the chief political correspondent for CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network. This is the network of the religious right. David, who I've known for a long time, and we talk about things, said, what do you think, Jim, are the religious issues in this election? What should Christians be voting on in this upcoming election? Listen to what he said, which was a very, very encouraging surprise. And welcome back, everybody, to the Pod's Honest Truth. My big thanks to Jim Wallace this week for being on the podcast. I've known known Jim for, goodness gracious, over a decade or so. So I really appreciate him joining me. Uh, a couple of points of note regarding the interview. I, I know Jim Wallace is not a big Donald Trump fan. And, of course, Jim Wallace talked about racism uh, being the number one central issue as it relates to faith during the 2020 campaign. I actually agree with him. Uh, especially as it relates to the time that we are in now in America. I mean, uh, racism is a number one issue all the time, obviously, but especially in today's climate. So I think he's on to a good point there. What I laid out for David was how that for people of faith, the foundation of our politics is in the first chapter of the first book of the Bible, Genesis 1.26, where God makes us all human beings in God's own image, in God's own likeness, that we are all made equal of worth in the eyes of God. And anything that takes away that worth, that wants to make some of us more valuable than the others, is actually not just a political issue, it's an offense against the image of God. It's throwing away Imago Dei, that wonderful Latin word for who we are, all of us, made in the image of God. So I would say, for example, that voter suppression isn't just a political issue. Voter suppression is a faith issue. It's an image of God issue. It's an issue that really decides if we're going to try and suppress the votes of our brothers and sisters, fellow citizens, if we're going to suppress the votes of voters based on their skin color, that is an assault, a violation of the image of God. So many of us as believers have been drawn into voter protection, again, not because of our politics, but because of our faith. Listen to Stacey Abrams speak to this in the intro to her new documentary, All In. If the power of the right to vote was truly made available to everyone in America, it would change the future of this nation. The states have figured out how to stop African Americans, Hispanics, Asian Americans, the young and the poor from voting. The vote matters. You belong. You have value. I believe that this could change our conversation, our narrative in this election. Because if racism, if what we are learning, if what we are seeing, if how we are changing because of, of this, this new inflection, this new racial reckoning that's impacting all of us, if that could change our understanding of what God cares about 
in this election? What is God's heart that we are all children of God, no exceptions? And how we treat one another is, in fact, a central question to how we vote for what is the common good, for what is important to all of us. I think this could really transform us, really. I think, for example, immigration is raising issues of of race. Why are some immigrants being kept out and resisted? Why are we taking the children away from the parents in cages at the border? We've all been so struck by that. It's about brown immigrants. It's about people of color. Why is there such pain in black parents and families about how differently their children, their children of black parents are treated sometimes too often by police. White parents aren't afraid of their kids being policed because of the color of their skin. And all black parents are afraid of that every day. The nation is waking up to this. It's a crisis when Black parents are afraid of their kids walking out the door in the morning, and white parents are not. White parents need to care about that for their children's classmates and teammates and black and brown members of the body of Christ, our churches. These are issues that are for us. They are faith issues, not just partisan issues. And I think they're going to transform how our thinking will relate to this election. I believe that many black Christians, black pastors, black church leaders I talk to, they're watching what their white brothers and sisters do about race in this election. This isn't a secondary issue. This is, as David Brody said, it should be a top tier, A tier issue, right at the top of our concerns. This should be a condition for how we're voting in this election. How do we evaluate candidates on the basis of what they're saying and doing about bringing us together and not just dividing us and, and exacerbating our conflicts and using our divisions uh, for their own self-interest? How do we talk about bringing this nation back together again? How do we heal this nation? How do we repair the soul of this nation? These are fundamental religious issues for us. They're matters of faith. So I'm very encouraged as I talk to you today that so many clergy are involved in key battleground states to protect black voters, to protect voters who are vulnerable. This is a Matthew 25 voter protection campaign where Jesus said to protect the least of these. And it's often the most vulnerable voters, people of color, younger people, older senior citizens who, are, who whose votes are being targeted to be taken away. There's plans in every state. We have to fight those plans because this is really, well, what the scriptures call spiritual warfare. There is evil in high places. And John Lewis talked about Voting is a weapon, and in the scriptures it talks about the weapons of spiritual warfare. We have to put on those weapons of spiritual warfare. So I was on a call yesterday with 100 clergy in Michigan and how they're making ready, making ready, preparing their weapon of voting, which I think is a weapon against 
the principalities and powers. We wrestle not, says Paul, against just flesh and blood, just politics. We wrestle against principalities and powers and evil in high places. That's what's going on right now. So clergy in their churches are going to protect those votes. We call it lawyers and collars, where collars, clergy, stand alongside lawyers in polling places and at places where people turn in their votes, their their absentee ballots, their mail-in voting, where we're going to help protect the image of God in those voters who are being targeted. And we're going to say wherever we go that issues of race, racial justice, racial reconciliation, bring us back together again, are foremost in our hearts and minds after what we have learned in the crisis of COVID and in this crisis and this awakening sparked by us all watching the murder of George Floyd. This is a moment that can change us. And I think a whole lot of black Christians are watching all of us white Christians to see if when we say we are white Christians, what's the most operative word in that phrase? Is it Christian or is it white? And sometime our voting behavior reveals what we mean by saying white Christian. And I'm also concerned that a whole new generation, young people of all faiths or no faith at all, are watching us carefully. And they're going to watch and see whether racism is a deal breaker for white Christian voting. Do we put that aside and vote on what we call other moral issues? Or do we see this as fundamentally a moral, a biblical, a gospel issue? Racism must become a deal breaker for white Christians in how they vote in this election. Up and down the ballot, all the way to local prosecutors and police chiefs and, and, and people who are making decisions every day about people's lives. From the top to the bottom, White House to the local elections, we have to show that we care about racial justice if we call ourselves the followers of Jesus. How we vote in this election must respect the image of God and all of God's children, all human beings, no exceptions. What's good for all of us? What's not good for all of us? What what respects the image of God and what defiles the image of God. This is an image of God election. It's also an election about democracy. This nation is at a moment of crisis, but also a crossroads moment, a crossroads moment. What kind of nation are we going to be? Who's going to be the we going forward in this nation, this, this country that is becoming more and more the kind of diverse place that reflects all of God's creation. It's a crossroads time, and it's a crossroads, I think, for white voters in particular. I'll say this, 2020 election is going to be a moment of truth for white Christianity. It's going to tell our brothers and sisters of color. It's going to tell those who aren't Christian. It's going to tell the world what white Christians believe about who is made in the image of God. A moment of truth, a crossroads time, 
I think the most important election in most of our lives. This is an election where we put democracy on the ballot. We put race on the ballot. And finally, I think this election is one where we put faith on the ballot. Faith will be on the ballot this fall and people will know what we believe and who we think we are as Christians by whether or not racism for us is an essential, fundamental, religious issue that motivates us in this election. May God help us. May God help us show who we are and want to be. This is Jim Wallace for the soul of a nation. God bless you. Thank you.